Welcome to another 1905 podcast and we have been away for ages but I'm so pleased to announce that happy little Rick is back with me. Oh yeah, fucking buzzing. (laughs) Right, we've been really naughty again and we left you for ages but it is international break so you've got the rest of this week to listen to this before um, we come back with Brentford. That's it. Which we promised we're going to do on Sunday, aren't we Rick? Yes, we are doing it Sunday. Actually yeah, yeah, are yeah, with him shaking his head. Absolutely are. Yeah, 100% we're doing it Sunday. 100%. You wait till he tells me, oh, I had some last minute plans. Sorry, forgot. <laughs> that actually sounds like me as well. I know. Yeah, it's all right. Um, <laughs> I've said that for ages. <laughs> um, but no, it's really nice to be back. And we are going to play this a bit differently tonight because we know that we missed Norwich. We know that we missed whatever the other ones were. I can't even fucking remember now. Newcastle. Fucking so many games. Lille away. <laughs> Middlesbrough away. Um, and Norwich away. And uh, Norwich, yeah. Or did you say Norwich? I did, okay. yeah. You won't miss him. Uh, Sorry. Just after the people <laughs> who listen to us told, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> but um, so, we, we, you know, we're not really going to talk about the game so much, apart from to say it was quite nice to have four wins under the belt, taking us into the quarters of, obviously, the Champions League, taking us into the semi-final of the FA Cup. Um, and yeah, team spirit's good, man, with everything going on. Yeah, and all exactly, credit yeah. To the, all credit to the coaching staff and the players for getting... What's it now? No, one, two, three, four, five, six wins. Six wins on the spin if you go back to Luton in all yeah. competition. Yeah, and 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 actually, considering what's going on at our club, which I can't imagine is easy for a lot of them, um, full credit to them. They've been pulling it out. Some of them haven't been pretty. You know, some of them we've looked That's a bit what's on the ropes. me most, though, if I'm being honest, especially the Newcastle game. They just kept banging away at the door to yeah. the open. Fair yeah. play to them. And, and digging Fair in play. and getting the results and, and at least keeping us happy when times are so uncertain. And I just want to say as well, I know we're not going to go too much into the games, I just wanted to mention Lille away. Oh, conceding what a great that goal, Conceding that goal and then just coming back and just doing, like, it's not often that we tend to really, I can't think of a time where we, normally are a goal behind yeah normally it's us that go in front so for us to go a goal behind yeah everything going on and then come back and win the game and being away from home yeah and being away away from from home home. they were buzzing there was a loud crowd yeah do you Um, know what the 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 Chelsea fans in Lille I have to honestly tip my hat it was fucking incredible like the noise well Well, I could certainly hear you on my screen the whole game I could hear you on my screen the whole game yeah that's good because you never know I mean we were up in the fucking gods I could hear you the whole game it was probably just me on my own (laughs) yeah 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 Yeah, I saw you like in the corner yeah it was no no, I could could hear you on my stream the whole game I know it's different on other streams I know it can be different on other streams but I could hear you clear as day on my stream yeah no do you know what we all had such a great time and considering most of us have been tear gassed you'd have forgiven us for probably not really being even been able to talk let alone you know I've seen the memes I've seen the memes Uh, yeah (laughs) tear gas selfies aren't the one people by the way fucking hell I've never seen I think I think a few people have learned a lesson not to put a tear gas selfie on Twitter I mean I I was trying to fucking hold I shouldn't laugh because it's not 
funny. But... No, but to be fair, it's like I sort of explained to you before this. I was saying, like, we're all been tear gas. It looks like a fucking war zone. There's men on their hands and knees crying. It's not coming out their nose. It feels like something really, like, you know, like the end of the world is happening. And it's the zombie apocalypse coming. 20 minutes later, you're on the fucking train to the, um, to the stadium. As I said to you, like... Makeup down our face. I look like the ultimate warrior. Banging on the fucking metros, giving it a bit of... We've got Super Tommy Tuco. I mean, it was easily forgotten. Let's just crack on. <laughs> this is brilliant, isn't it? And there are so many stories, honestly, about Lil, but it was the best time. The best time. Um, I made a French friend. Um, me and Simon <laughs> Kirby didn't get... Old Audrey. Good old Audrey. Audrey. 6am me <laughs> me and Simon Kirby rolling in on game day, 6am. Go on. We were like the, we were two of the oldest people out there. We're you living our best lives. Um, and I have to say as well, because um, people have asked me because of my um, Insta story where I came home from Newcastle at home with a pepper meal. And um, I don't know why people have got this horrible opinion of me that I just steal stuff, but it wasn't me that stole this. I'm telling you now, it was Andy Gill, and I'm outing him right now. He decided <laughs> he was getting this fucking massive half a fucking metre pepper mill in the back of his jeans and just producing it by the time we got to Fulham Broadway Station. I mean, amazing. Absolute scenes. Thankfully, he let me have it so that I was still allowed to come home with some stolen goods. But please don't anyone tell Pizza Express in Fulham Broadway Station, please, that we stole it. <laughs> I, I, I want to go back. It, we actually had a really good time. So that's how I came home with a pepper mill. And uh, I think we, well, we did also come home with some other things. Um, but, the, but the waiter said we could take them. So it was fine. That's <laughs> all right. It's all right. He said I could. He he zero fucks given. He he was winding us up the entire time we were in there. Anyone want to go there? I think his name was Andre. Please go and see Andre and Pizza Express in Fulham Broadway. The funniest man ever. Who <laughs> who I don't think meant to be. Had the straightest face I've ever seen. Um, <laughs> and yeah, but so we you know we we've, we've had a lot of things going on. Little Way was amazing, by the way. I'm hoping we're going to get to. I'm going to get to uh, Madrid, but the ticket situation looks a bit iffy at the moment. So I'm going to wait and see whether I've wasted a load of money or not. Um, but obviously Middlesbrough. So the the you know we go into the international break with Middlesbrough under our belt, getting into the semi final. Great, Drew Palace. Great, going to Wembley again. Happy days. But are we going yes. to Wembley? So much uncertainty and obviously the Middlesbrough yeah. game kicked that off where only away season ticket holders were allowed to go because the sanctions had come in on the 10th of... Um, was it about 600 in the end, I think, wasn't it? About 600? Yeah, I think it was about six, 700. Um, not a lot, but my God, weren't they loud. I bloody love them, you know. They were brilliant. Fair play to them. Fair play to them. Yeah, I mean, they needed, you know, someone with a loud hailer to get them going. We just needed 700 fans in the corner of their stadium. I was really proud of them, to be fair. But... That was where the uncertainty started. The 10th of um, March, obviously, the sanctions are put on our owner and um, no tickets could go on sale, which was supposed to be the day for Borough to go on sale. And then we get this awful news that, you know, fans are basically being punished for ah, something that's nothing even to do with us or our owner, if you want me to be honest. But, you know, we are where we are. 
Who, Vladimir Putin's best friend, apparently. Well, apparently so, and he probably tried to poison him. Who poisoned him? him? Yeah, so there we go. (laughs) It's fucking mad. Do you know what? And I actually think we might as well just roll into this and just go as kamikaze as possible. I think the minute that it looked like Roman was trying to hold peace talks and help Ukraine, I said to so many people, I don't think anyone understands how he's actually sticking his neck on the block here because he's now a target. They ain't going to put up with that, are they? they, they they're these You've only up. got to look, Trace, you've only got to look what Vladimir Putin thinks about free speech. Yeah. Like, you got... I was listening to a podcast earlier today. It was only a short one, and it was by... It was by a Is Russian that just because you've got a really bad attention span? Yeah, I can only do half hour <laughs> I, I don't know anyone listens to us waffle on for an hour. I never know. Yeah, we're going to um, try and keep this short, people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it was like an half-hour podcast, and it was with a Russian journalist. And he was saying he was packing up his desk. He goes, we're not allowed to operate anymore. Putin shut us down. No one's wow. allowed No one's allowed to do independent journalism anymore in Russia. The only stuff being printed is pro-Putin stuff. Right. The stuff allowed to be printed. That's so what happens when you're a dictator, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, that just shows what he thinks even of... Even something that we all take for granted, like free speech, well, he's not yeah. even allowing it to people in Russia. Yeah, and do you know what I think? I actually think like the more I see and the more I read, and the more it doesn't feel like they've got anything on Roman, the more I feel nothing. they're digging. I mean, is it just an easy me? target? He's yeah, an easy target, isn't it? And it and it's making an example of somebody. And it, of course, if it involves Chelsea Football Club, it's going oh, to get everyone so much fans especially so much coverage and just you know ridiculous comments from people um, we're talking about taking our trophies back for the last 19 years oh fuck off you cunts honestly what's the matter with people it's so it, I'm it's actually, so ridiculous you've got to laugh haven't you that day i actually worry that, that there are i worry that there are people like that in this world you know i think we should just shoot them we should just get putin to shoot all these stupid people but i'm telling you there's people there's people who genuinely believe that I've got no doubt about this at all, that genuinely believe that Chelsea are to blame for that invasion. Oh, do you know what? I, it, it, anything I genuinely to believe that. With, yeah. I genuinely believe that. If there's a stick, stick to beat us with, it's coming full force, quicker than those buttons in Lille. Mate, and everyone else. <laughs> yeah, but it's like, you go back to that tear gas story. Like, I only... Obviously, I live in Portugal, so I don't get the English newspapers, but I did see... I think it was the Daily Mail or the Express. I can't remember which one it was. And it was the and it was the main sports page. And it was and it made it look like Chelsea fans had attacked the police. That's oh. what it that's what it looked like. And and then there were <laughs> and actually mad. I think it was the the I don't know whether it was the French press, but it was another it was another foreign press who who ran the story that the reason um we all got tear gas was because we were relentlessly singing Roman Abramovich. Oh, I did read that as well. I'm lying. That was the other thing yeah, I saw. The weirdest thing, honestly. And that's and what, as I said before, I don't even care. if you were, I, that's a good reason to get tear gas. What? Yeah, really good what? reason. Like, that's a fair, rational reason to tear gas somebody. Yeah, they they were spoiling for us, like regardless. Oh. Of um, 
happens I mean, everywhere we go, we, mate. We were sat in a restaurant go. having a nice meal. We weren't even out there causing any trouble. And I'm gutted. I wish I was out there causing carnage to get tear gas. We are literally, we are public enemy number one, though. You know but... what, though? I don't even care at the moment. I actually, do you know what? Everyone hating, hating Chelsea is my best kind of Chelsea. Keep hating It us. is, because that's when it, well, it's proven, though, since it's happened, four wins on the bounce. The yeah. It's more together than they probably have all season. Do you know, yeah, but... and. And I feel like we are very much that, aren't we? We've got that kind of spirit and we'll galvanise each other and it'll just... And yeah, it, they look and like they've really fans. closed ranks and I like that. The players have closed ranks, the yeah. fans have closed ranks. It's yeah. like, fuck all you lot, man. I don't care what you lot think. And it, and it did actually feel like that in Neil as well. Not that obviously you're ever against your own fans, but it really did feel like we were sort of zero fucks given attitude. We were all having a great time. We were singing. We weren't doing anything wrong, by the way. If anything, it made me laugh because... Um, oh, I know what them French old Bill were like. Jesus Christ. Je- Gemma and, and Gemma had managed to c- capture a video of the Get Chelsea out, fans picking up um, all the rubbish that was being thrown. Now, actually, it was only celery that was thrown by the um, Chelsea fans, and that all got picked up. And the people throwing the bottles were actually the French people that were enjoying the singing. I don't know if it was part of something they wanted to do or whether they were there to cause trouble. Don't know. But that, that got picked up by the Chelsea fans too. So um, you, didn't, you didn't see any coverage of that. Nah, of course not. They ain't going to sell no newspapers, is Yeah, it? exactly. And I think, actually, I think Joke. it was Football Away Days actually ended up stealing Gemma's video. They quite did nick it, didn't they? I saw that, yeah. Yeah, they didn't even credit her, you bastards. Um, yeah, I saw that, actually. But I think, you know, we've been thing... was where the uncertainty started, wasn't it? And, um, you know, it was the fans yeah. couldn't go. And then the news came that it was like, well, actually, we, you know, no money can go through our club at the moment. So we're all sat there going, well, uh, hang on. What's the thing is, it's kind of the unknown because nobody knows, apart from the hierarchies at the club, knows what's in the bank. Mm. No one knows what we've got in the bank apart from the people at the top of the club. Mm. But it looks like what happened with, I'll be honest with you, I've kind of, don't get me wrong, it's an important issue. It's fucking massively important. Like, the new owners, who it's going to be, whatever. But I just feel like every time I log on to Twitter, like, the first tweet I see is about that. So I've kind of purposely just tried to stay away from it a little bit. What happened with, um, if you know what happened with that, I did see a load of tweets saying... Abramovich had got the go-ahead to put 30 million in to guarantee the running of the club. What happened with that? I've been the same as you. I feel like this, all this takeover rumours and everything has been... Oh, it's like fucking silly season. I've barely it's tweeted transfers. a thing about it from the 1905 you know account. I've barely tweeted I, I, a thing I, I about it. I can't be bothered. It literally, I, I don't even care. And I, I don't mean this to sound rude, but in my mind, in my mind, Roman's done nothing wrong. He doesn't deserve this. We don't deserve this. And um, I don't really give a fuck who comes in now because I can't get excited about anyone else who hasn't been at our club, who doesn't understand what it is to be Chelsea, where you don't really know what their intentions are. You don't know if they're going to strip you of everything and fund their baseball team, you know, or whether Nick Candy just is that cunt that everyone keeps saying he is. You know, are we likely to end up with someone who's going to be investigated in the next three years? Do we have to go for a Saudi owner? Because for some reason they're untouchable, even though they're doing bad things. Um, 
and it's it's almost like you know I almost feel like we're we're up against it no matter who we get and I don't think I'm going to trust anyone the way I trust Roman so for me the main issue for me is get us back in the fucking stands because we've done nothing wrong and if this club is being sold then just get on with it now because it, yeah. it's not fair that we've had two years of our life taken for a pandemic, you know, and we couldn't do the things we love to do. We get back into the swing of it. We're all enjoying our lives. And then it gets taken from us for something that's completely unrelated 100%, to us. 100%. And the thing is, is that the government, all these politicians are talking about Roman. They've known for years that he's supposedly got these close links with Putin, blah, blah, blah. Why didn't they do something about it 15 years ago? Why has it taken for Putin to invade another country? Well, I don't want this to go to a, a political podcast, don't get yeah. me wrong. Yeah, but, no, and I agree uh, with you. I, I think... It doesn't the, make any sense. It makes all, no sense at all. All the while he was here and probably having to pay tax and shit, they were loving life because he probably... Oh, they loved it. Majority. They and now... I genuinely believe, and it's this is just my opinion, and like I said, don't I also don't want this to turn into like a political war. But at the same score, I don't understand the reasoning for the government to now be in charge of what happens at our club while it's waiting to be sold. Because are yeah, the, is it about? is it because they're going to cream off the top of this little deal? Probably. This is what it feels like. It, it just thinks of a conservative government, doesn't it? <laughs> Corruption. Oh, wow. The irony. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's almost like I don't, you know, I, and I also don't like the fact that I think the first sort of um, almost like statement that was put out by uh, Downing Street when they were talking about this wasn't to punish the fans, but and then there was all these sanctions on us. So, you know, it's like they're just dropping sanctions on everybody left, right and centre and people who have nothing to do with anything are having their lives taken away from them. And it's... I completely agree with you. What I don't understand is exactly what you said. Like, if you're sanctioning an individual, whether you agree with that or not, he was sanctioned, whatever. But what I don't understand is that... I've started to follow I've started to follow Formula One a little bit, a little bit more recently. And the Haas Formula One team have got a they had a Russian owner. And he oh. he was an oligarch as well. Okay. Now he got sanctioned. But what happened was he was stripped of the ownership. He was stripped of the he was stripped of the ownership. So the team but, could you know, still run. Yes, but no sanctions were put on Haas. His <laughs> son was one of the drivers, and he he had to go because oh. he was so he was obviously so linked to his dad. I don't know whether I agree with that or not, but anyway, he had to go. Yeah. Um, so they got a new driver in, but they continue as normal. Yeah, because they had all the funding in from other sponsors had already come in already, so they were allowed. There was no restrictions on them, and I know it's different because Formula One, you can't sanctioned supporters of F1 has because they could just turn up to Grand Prix and say they support yeah. somebody else. Yeah, exactly. It's a yeah. little bit different, but Haas, in terms of the team, haven't been sanctioned. It's the individual that's been sanctioned. Now, I don't agree with the sanctions on Roman as, as an individual, but even further than that, nobody, I haven't seen one person, I haven't seen one article, one anything where somebody's come up and shown definitive proof 
that Roman is linked to Vladimir Putin. So in my opinion, listen, I'm not a lawyer, I'm not a politician, but I don't see how these sanctions can be lawful. And as time goes on, it's starting to prove that they're probably actually not lawful at all. And I'm not 100% sure on this, and I don't know whether someone who listens would know, but I had a feeling, or someone had said something, or I've read something, I don't know, but there's something in the back of my head now that's really niggling at me, which is uh, sanctions... When they're, when they're being put on people, they last, I think, a certain number of days. Now, I don't know how many days that is, where almost like a bit like a trial, where you have to have that evidence and you have to have You're thinking the same keep... thing as me now, and you? I, I, I know where you're going. You're thinking the same thing I'm as me. I'm already excited. Um, <laughs> where I, where they, have, they can't keep you sanctioned if there's nothing to sanction you for. They have Not to... indefinitely. What are they going to do? Sanction him for the next 20 years and without any hardcore proof? I almost, and I don't know, and I do feel like I'm going to go away and try and find out the answer, because... It, they, you can't keep someone sanctioned forever for something that you haven't got evidence to sanction them for. And all I keep thinking and all I keep fucking hoping is that nothing's going to come out of this and he's going to have to, they're going to have to lift the sanction on him. And in which case then, there's no reason for him to sell this club. There's no reason for him to go. And there's I no... I take that a little bit further. Oh, I'm going to take that a little bit further. You're going to excite is me. This... <laughs> is this kind of why it's dragging on a little bit? Well, I'm hoping. I'm hoping. Is, because is it Roman seems... kind of saying to Rain Group, is he like, hold your horses, let's do our due diligence. I can't even say that. Let's do our due diligence. Very well done. On <laughs> all these prospective owners. And let's just see what happens in the meantime with well, me and whatever's going on. And I think now, especially since it's got this... a possibility, isn't it? Well, um, and with this week and the and the this right, this is the timeline of events that I don't understand, and it links to what you originally asked me, which was about this thirty million pounds, right? Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Sorry. <laughs> no, so on, <laughs> we on just the, went on a tangent. Yeah, <laughs> but on the on the same day that we were then told the likelihood was that season ticket holders would be able to attend all games for the rest of the season, right? Yes. Even though we only have a season ticket for home or some people have for home in a way, but as we realise, that's not that many people anymore. But season ticket holders... Away, home, yeah. yeah, home season ticket holders could then still buy cup tickets, could still buy Champions League tickets, could still buy... <laughs> it makes, any, it makes, no, make it make sense for so me. Nothing make makes it sense. sense. Then it came out that members um, could go to away games but can't go to home league games but they can go to cup games make that make sense and then the where's worst... the money going then for the and, tickets where's well the money going? i said all along right even for borough what could have happened was a holding account could have been put in place for anyone buying on in the vwr it's gotta be easy it could have gone in there and God. just have been held there was no reason to actually sanction us as fans and i and i how easy is it to open a bank account and link it to a fucking... Oh, fucking hell. Especially for a company of that size, right. Chelsea. Thank you. Um, so there's something that doesn't sit right with me about the government and the way that they've, they've kind of punished it's us. It's dodgy as fuck. It's uh, dodgy as fuck. But the thing that actually broke the camel's back for me was when they then said that away fans could come to the bridge, but our own fucking members can't. <laughs> <laughs> what? 
You've got to laugh. It makes no sense. And do you know what, though? I feel so sorry because that still looks a bit in doubt. And I feel so sorry for anyone who's got a membership who has paid and gone to whether it be... I'll tell you what, there's some members members that go... There's members that go to every game. I know a lot of them as well. And they are literally trying to get their season ticket because the only way you can get a season ticket... It's what they look forward to at the weekends. The only way you get a season ticket is pretty much attending every fucking game of the season, home away and... That's what what the poor fuckers are trying to do, isn't it? Exactly. And they're spending so much money to be told that, you know, it's, it's fine, though. Like the Brentford fans, their tickets to buy away or, in the FA Cup. Yeah, you can't. Their tickets buy away in the FA Cup is funding the fucking invasion. <laughs> exactly. The, but what's but what's worse is members can go to away games and they can go to home cup games, so they can go to the Real Madrid at home <laughs> game, but they can't go to a home league game. What the fuck? Make it make sense. They make still got to buy sense. the tickets and the money's still going to have to go through VWR, which we've discovered today. The news today was that actually we're, we're all logging on tomorrow to buy our fucking Real Madrid tickets. And that's everybody, members and season ticket holders. But as it stands at the moment, the members still cannot go to a home league game. Why the fuck are the Premier League not stepping in and going, excuse me then, like you're actually doing us out of the money. Where are they on our side? Surely they're going to come out and say, well, actually, you, you're then, then taking away half the revenue. I mean, I don't even know how many season ticket holders there are. I want to say there's like 20... 20,000 most. I think it's about 26, 27,000, okay. I think. Right, which, okay, it's fair enough. But who wants to sit there and know that, you know, my mate who's literally gone to every fucking game this season, home away and Europe, and he's probably different. gone more to, he's probably gone to more games than what a few season ticket holders have probably gone he's to. definitely gone to more fucking games than I have this season. What? Fuck it. And right, I just and think, now, and I've been told he's not allowed to go. Well, and this is the worst the thing. Yeah, and I think actually, um, uh, I've seen Lucy and a few, and and Gemma. She's she's just a member. Um, they've gone to everything. How can you turn around and say like you you're going to stop these people like doing what they love best, but you're letting some of the people go to some of the things, and some of the people go are allowed to go to all of the things, but the money's still got to go through the club at some point. So it, it has to pass through the club, surely. It, it has to at some point. This is the thing. It makes me think if they've got a holding account for these transactions to go through, then it makes no sense that they're stopping members doing things. So I'm hoping yeah, that it's going to change. Just use the money to just keep. Well, and the only thing that um, I hold a little bit of hope for with the members is that um, our next actual league home game isn't until the 20th of April because we've got Real Madrid home and away. We've got FA Cup. Uh, semi by then. and then we've got Southampton away in, in that as well yeah. um, and then yeah I think then is when we play uh, Arsenal and that's the next league so there is time for this to be turned around but it is not fair on these people who are sat there going yes yeah, Arsenal on the 20th it's a Wednesday yeah, yeah. And I and I I just it's not fair. So I'm hoping that something is going to change because. Well, they're saying they're saying that the 11th of April is when they're going to make a choice on the buyers. I read that today. The 11th of April seems. Okay. They were originally saying the end of April. Now they're saying they're going to bring it forward. Who's deciding this then? Is it Chelsea it seems allowed to, be Rain to decide group. this? It seems to be okay. Rain Group are deciding this. Oh, okay. But well, I don't know who. 
basically Roman asked them to it's funny though because I swear to you right in one of those consortiums that's come through I'm sure there's a member of the consortium called Romana Abramovicic definitely on the board of directors <laughs> I beg that he does something shit house. on the board of directors yeah I beg he shit houses something oh he's got something in the pipeline so that this comes back to him at some point because at this just the whole thing is just ridiculous I feel I feel sorry for the fans and well we were kind of already told that you know it was likely that season ticket holders were going to be able to at least go to the league games because technically we'd purchased our tickets already by buying the season ticket um but that didn't really hold yeah. any comfort for me. Although I was like, good, I want to be able to go. It didn't hold comfort for me when some of my best mates that I like going to Chelsea with are members and they don't get to go and do that same thing. You know, it's almost like as much as for once, it actually means having a season ticket means something for a change. Um, it, you don't want it to be that. Do you know what I mean? You don't want it to be that. No, it's not the one. Mates are missing out. It's not the one that, yeah, it's not. It's not anything to shout about, is it? No. <laughs> if anything, it was like, okay, well, I'm, you know, I'm glad I can go. But at the same score, it's like, will it be a bit shit, though? Like, the, the ground's going to feel half empty. And yet the, the away end's allowed to be full. Like, it, it it makes no fucking sense to me. But I think... It makes no sense. All of None of that made sense. So it was almost like, but at least we were finally hearing something. And it, it sort of gives me some hope that members will have, a, you know, a decent outcome by the time that, you know, it's time to buy tickets for Arsenal at home. But... Hopefully sorted by them. It was the fact hell. that that same day, Roman Abramovich was allowed by the UK government to put his dirty blood money, as they call it, into the club again. He's allowed to whack 30 million in to keep the club from going out of business from something he didn't ask for, from something he hasn't bought on himself. So this to me is like, right, we, we all know from living in this country that, you know, there's not a lot that makes sense when it comes to the UK I'm government. fucking glad I don't anymore. Yeah. And I just think, <laughs> Yeah, I just think that we've got to a point now where it's like you've sanctioned the man. He's not allowed his assets. He can't, he's not allowed to access his bank account. Where the, who the fuck has given him permission to throw £30 million into the club that they're make, forcing him to sell? The, the logic is beyond me. It makes no sense. None of it makes any sense at all. It just feels like, as you alluded to at the start, it just kind of feels like... I've never been one for conspiracy theories and agendas, but it does kind of feel like they've just seen this as an opportunity to just try and cream some money from somewhere. And, it and really I does. Absolutely, think that is the case, right? Because I don't see Roman had said that when he'd already decided before he was sanctioned, I mean, obviously he must have known it was coming. Yes, granted, right? You know, he's not a stupid yeah. man. But, you know, before before it's sanctioned, he, he throws it over to the charitable trust, right? Then the next week, he actually comes out and says, I'm going to sell the club. And what I'm going to do is I'm not going to make a profit out of this. I'm going to give it to the Ukraine war victims, right? Who the fuck then comes in and goes, oh, no. <laughs> 
who do you think you are? You're not this. <laughs> yeah. We, we will take control. We're going to say We will decide you. what happens with this money. Yeah. We've got parties to organise and cocaine to buy. Exactly. And rent boys to hire. Yeah. <laughs> They've essentially just gone and taken that out of Ukrainian war victims' mouths. Zero yes. fucks given. Whilst we'll probably go and fund the Saudis for their fucking arms and shit that we're oh, sending they'll them. they'll still be buying arms off the Saudis, won't exactly, they? Of course yeah. they will. And you know when it's just, you just think to yourself, right, that, that the only thing I can take from this is that they are hoping to get something out of this deal. That's the only way I can see they're this heavily involved. And if they're scratching around trying to find dirt on Roman Abramovich and it's not happened so far, how long does this go on for? How long is this investigation going on for? Well, I don't know. And I don't I think have... there is an investigation, is there, really? There isn't one. Let's be I honest. don't think so. I mean, I didn't watch the uh, Panorama special that was on him. But oh, I, I didn't I... watch it. I couldn't be bothered. Well, I actually want to go and watch it because I think, was it Caitlin in our group chat said... Um, she, she said, said it was just a stitch-up job, didn't she? Well, and the only thing that they'd found was that 2012 thing that had already been found out and he'd admitted to. Like, and that was already done and dealt with in 2012. <laughs> oh, okay, we've... Fuck me, that was 10 years ago. <laughs> and, and it was like, okay, so you're, that's the only thing that Panorama could actually report on. It was something to do with taxes, when it was it? Yeah, I think it was something. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I really want to watch it. And I urge anyone who like is actually interested in the fact that this does look like a stitch-up to watch it. Because the comments that I'd seen... I feel like that we should ask funny. Connor to watch it if he hasn't already. Connor will love it. <laughs> All knowing Connor, who knows everything. He does know everything. Um, yeah. I think... Um, yeah, I'm just at a point now where it's like, I t- just get us all back to the games. There's no reason why I'm in the And I hope that that does happen. And actually, I can't see that the Premier League aren't going to step in because if the FA have stepped in and said they're going to make sure we can go to the final, that was the FA's decision, that they were going to put pressure on the government so that we could go to the final and they would find a way for us to get there. The yeah. UEFA stepped in and said, yes, absolutely, you'll be able to go to Real Madrid. Like, we'll make that yeah. happen. Come on, Premier League. Can you wake up, please? Because we've got plenty of fucking fans out Shock there. they're half got... asleep. Yeah, well, and do you know what? I just, well, I think they will. I think they will do it. Um, but ultimately, I can't help but just think that this is just, I, I don't know. Nothing makes any sense. And if you're going to allow None a man that he's sanctioned and he can't even access his own bank accounts to throw £30 million into a fucking club that you're telling him he can't even have anymore. Well, I don't... What? And obviously Roman's going to do that. He is not going to leave us high and dry. And I think the only thing I can take comfort from is if, it, if he does sell the club. My only thing is, I think, even with the brightest spark of me feeling like I want him to just ride this out and just be there for us at the end and still be part of it is that he might be so fucked off with the way we've all treated him not us but you know the way our government have treated him he might not actually want to like be involved in this anymore but the other side of it is is we've since we've learned this week that Roman Abramovich has been poisoned by somebody who's obviously taken offense to him helping Ukrainians you know but but, you know, Roman started this war, obviously. He told Putin to push that button. And he's not, he's stuck his neck on the block anyway. It's obviously, you know, someone within the Kremlin or somewhere has decided that Roman Abramovich is now a target. If he was in cahoots with Putin, is this happening to him? 
absolutely. But he off. was supposed to come out and condemn the war straight away, wasn't he? That's what I, he was supposed to do. Can you imagine if he come out and condemned the war? Like everybody, oh, he'd be dead by now, every he? fucking man and his dog wanted Roman Abramovich to come out and speak against Putin. The guy would be dead, and so would his family. And that's bottom 100%. line. Yeah, we we live in a world. You're going after the wrong fucking man. Go after Putin. Why are we all going after Roman? I don't get it. I don't. I don't. And I'm never going to understand it. No. But the, the, and the only no thing sense. that we can take some comfort in now is that actually, for um, Brentford this week, everyone can be there because all the tickets were bought. With the, we've then got um, Real Madrid at home, which means we can go. Um, everyone yeah. can go. We've then got Southampton away, which means obviously if you're lucky enough to get tickets, but everyone can at least have a go at getting some tickets. And then with Real Madrid away, and then I um, can't remember who's after that. But the plus side is up until the 20th, there's a chance for everyone to go to the games. And then from the 20th, it's all, well, it's probably still going to be up in the air. I don't know. I, I don't think this is all over yet, and I think it's going to be many twists. There's and definitely going to be some more. It's definitely going to be some more twists and turns in there. I'm interested to see how it goes, but ultimately, I just, I just want us to be able to go and enjoy. All we can, re- the thing is, all we can, all we can hope and wish at the moment is that the boys just keep doing the business on the pitch. I think uh, that's all we can. Which is actually, I wanted to round this off by asking you. Um, how do you see us getting on at Brentford at home? Do you think that um, the players knowing that at the moment, this is like, apart from Real Madrid, but that's a Champions League night and that's a different beast altogether. But this essentially was like the last league game that all fans can go to for the time being. Do you think that's going to galvanise them and it'd be us against the world again? I hope so. I'd like to think it will continue where they left off Um before the international break, when they played well against Lille, they played well for large parts against Norwich. Mm. Um, Borough was kind of a stroll. It was over in half hour when it really, the game was dead when it went 2-0. Um, oh, and we got to see Ruben. Oh. <laughs> we got to see Ruben, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and obviously the very hard-fought victory over Newcastle um, which probably impressed me the most out of all of us, if I'm being honest, because it was they were so solid, Newcastle. They were so difficult to break down. And we just kept banging away until we got the winner at the end. I swear to you that's why I got the promotion at work, because I got my boss four tickets for that game, and she thoroughly enjoyed herself. <laughs> and do you know yeah. what? I actually, she messaged me at half-time. It was so funny. She was in the shed, and obviously I'm Matthew Ardenor, and she messaged me at half-time, and she was like, um, she was like, this is really exciting. I was like, the game shit what are you talking about and then and then i said to her then we, and then we scored and um she messaged me and she went well, it's, it's not so shit now is it and i was like no we're absolutely buzzing now <laughs> it's time to go home <laughs> literally on the button let's go <laughs> but no to be fair i think i think like you you said at the beginning like the fact that they've like they've pulled it out the bag you know performances weren't 100 percent, but we've kind of been like that all season and I would like to say, I almost feel now like um, with Tommy Tuchel and the way that he's handled this as well, because every fucking week he's been asked the stupidest questions. 
I don't, ridiculous, I don't yeah. know what they're expecting him to say, but I love the fact that his comment about driving a seven-seater if he has to has now made it into a song. And I um, honestly, I was absolutely gassed for Lil was when we were singing this song. It's about him basically... Um, seven-seater car or train, Tommy's going to fly the plane, right? Oh, I and, think I saw a video of you lot yeah, singing that. I'm sure I did. I was absolutely gassed because I was like, I, I love Chelsea and they when they can make things up on the cuff like that. But also <laughs> just testament to the man that actually I think he's actually been the driving force in kind of keeping this on the straight and narrow. And How I think, he's conducted himself has been brilliant. And do you know what? There was all that talk, wasn't there, of Carragher saying that he should go to Man United or whatever fucking stupid comments he made. If anyone thinks that Tommy Tuchel is not Chelsea at this point, they need their heads red. Like, the guy has been, oh, and I have to tell you, and I don't know whether it's actually been captured, and I wasn't on Twitter, obviously, because I was away, but um, there was a moment when we were all locked in the ground for, like, an hour after, and there were two things that, like, properly made me so pleased to be there like at that point like being locked in Tommy Tuchel come out after his interview and as soon as we saw him walking back across the pitch to go down the tunnel oh yeah he was going fucking mental arms all over the place proper loving life he was (laughs) and we just did not stop singing his name and you could just tell he was properly gassed and that was a moment that I swear to you I'm so gutted because I only caught the end of it as he was going down and I thought oh do you know what I'm actually not gutted in a way because I lived that moment and I was like fully invested in like my love for Tommy T it's nice to see how invested (laughs) he is in every aspect of the club though isn't it yeah it's great to see yeah and I think he's done the right thing he's conducted himself brilliantly he's made jokes about things and and actually almost like almost like taking the piss out of people gonna keep asking me stupid questions I think but there was that moment and then there was a moment where oh when we went into the little stadium they split us into two separate sections and they have like the petition so that you can't actually you can't actually walk across to the other side of the Chelsea fans and um there was we'd been locked in for so long and they decided to let like that side of us go out first. And you know, when you're like, oh, we're just standing here like mugs at this point, like, please just let us out. <laughs> and they started letting out those Chelsea fans. So we were like, oh, we're off. And then we we're like, no, our side ain't going anywhere. And we literally were in there for another fucking 20 minutes after. However, the absolute banter that was going across from us to them as they were leaving, we were asking them if they're Tottenham in disguise. We can see you sneaking out. We were literally going, <laughs> your support is fucking shit. Literally, they were coming up to us at the railing <laughs> calling us all fucking rent boys. Honestly, it was the best. It was absolutely the best. And I wish I'd actually filmed a lot of that because everyone was just laughing and everyone was just like, you know what, we just got to make the best of it. But it was the fact that when they were all saying, you know, is there a fire drill? We're literally just pounding into them and all they could come back with and they they, they were like, literally like calling us rent boys and all sorts. And I was like, this, see, this is what I love about Chelsea. It was quality. It was so good. So good. Um, and I think brilliant. actually like even going out to Neil, there was then some uncertainty about whether even like, you know, a the team were going to get there or whether the staff were going to be allowed to get there and whether we were going to be allowed in the stadium still and um definitely still up in the air wasn't it at that point yeah so I think you know we lived our best lives for that one thinking well we don't quite know if the next one's going to come around even though we've got there but pleased to say obviously we have got Real Madrid and it looks like it's all going ahead fine and um shit allocation though by the way um 
I think that's going to be quite tough for a lot of people. But um, yeah, Brentford. Do you want to do a prediction? What am I going to do? Yeah, I'm going to go Chelsea three, mm. Brentford nil. Oh, and are you read, are you willing to stick your neck on the line and say he's going to score? Yeah, I'm going to go. Not look up. I have it one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go Kai Havertz. Not one. Lukaku. <laughs> I'm going to go my wonderful J5 is going to score a penalty. Ooh. And then... I'm a Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm going to go Pulisic is going to get the other one. Whether oh. he starts or off the bench, he's going to score that. Well, he scored that trick this week in his international, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, so he's buzzing. He's buzzing, isn't he? Hopefully that kind of kicks him on a bit. I feel like he's 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 been getting there, but we need a little yeah. bit of a push along now. I think um yeah, I think we're going to win. How about you? So, What's your prediction? Go yeah, on, tell us. Tell us. I think we're going to win, but I'm going to have to go two one because I have to, um, and because I still think we are just in danger always of like conceding a goal. Um, I don't think I want to yeah, say. Yeah, I get you. I, I get you. And, and and not Lukaku to score. I tell you what, I'm 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 begging that he does because I, one day I do want to actually be wrong. I want Lukaku to just throw off whatever this fucking shit attitude he's decided to throw on himself. He can get rid of it, and he's gonna literally he's gonna surprise us all one day. And if he doesn't, then just sell him for twenty p because no one cares. <laughs> <laughs> well, we That's definitely a bit of a loss in it on the original thing. <laughs> well, to be fair, it's going to be down to the new owners. At least Romans walked away. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, it's been good doing this. And um, yeah, like I say, yeah, we definitely. are we're going to come back on Sunday and we'll we'll go over the Brentford game, which I'm sure people are going to take. Um, yeah, a lot from just in case it is the last league game at least before you know we find out anything else. Um, and I do want to say happy birthday to Simon Kirby, which is today. But you're yes, week- happy birthday, Simon. Yeah, which is the 29th, and uh, yeah, we're going to be celebrating his birthday at Brentford. So I'm sure I'll have some stories for you. Um, but yeah, it's been nice to air. I feel like it's a bit of a therapy session. We've got my yeah. I feel like we needed out. it, didn't we? Yeah, and um, yeah. And I've been really busy, Rick, and I really didn't want to spend my fucking evening with you, but I've done it anyway, so... The feeling's mutual. I would rather do anything than be with you. I know, you're sitting in the dark because your donkey's at your fucking electric today. (laughs) (laughs) I am actually sitting... I've got some light. So you're not literally just seeing a reflection off my glasses. (laughs) Oh, God. Well, maybe on Sunday, your Wi-Fi will stay intact and you'll have a new bulb. I tell you what, if I'm feeling flash, I might even buy myself a new bulb. (laughs) (laughs) Well, in the meantime, everyone, keep the blue flag flying high.